I sent you the the article about Thanksgiving too, right? About the announcement. Um. Yeah, I think I've already seen it. Yeah, uh, that's. It doesn't that's need to happen. Absolutely, two minds about that. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I face value, I think we're both in agreement that it doesn't. It doesn't need a sequel. Yeah. However, given that it was a bit tongue-in-cheek and homage to slasher films anyway, yeah. one sequel that is a tongue-in-cheek homage to slasher films sequels wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. But it absolutely mm. does not and should not become a franchise. That's my take on that. But money, Aiden. I know, I know. But I know money. It all comes down to money. It's I know all it about money. Where where does it go? Where does this franchise go? Where does it? Where, that's, well, that's, now it's going to be a franchise. Thing. Where does it go? That's the thing. It, it, I don't know. But I mean, you could bring again, him could back. Just, the same kid. Yeah. I mean, oh, we're gonna. It's gonna be a, unless we go down the scream route and it's somebody related to him that we previously. Uh, he, he's, he has a brother or a cousin or a son or something yeah. that we've not previously seen. That wants revenge, and the problem with that being though is because they left it open ended with um, uh, Sheriff. I can't remember his first name. Sheriff Dempsey uh, being blown up, but they never saw his body. Blah blah blah. Open ended sequel bait. But then so, you could either bring him back and go and uh, lose the lose the idea of who is it under the John Carver mask. So it kind of makes the mask redundant in a way. Yeah, but uh, then if it, it's him, it becomes like Jason Voorhees, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Or Michael, or if, Freddy. Or... If you went down the route of Scream, where it's a fanatic about him, or he's not even that, it wasn't even that big to be have like a fanatic no. fan base, if you will, about him, um, or a relative, it just, it does feel like tropey, cliche-esque. But I think, but that could be what they go for, you know. That could, could be, could be what they go for. And and you could always, you could always start the second one by saying, you know, like a few years have passed, and there was a book based on what happened and the bestseller, and uh, there was a TV yeah. show. And da, da, da. They, they only have to drop it in like that, don't you, to introduce it? And then it was, it was a famous enough event to spot copycats and fanatics. Um, but yeah, like. I mean, they could go. I think out of the two, I think I'd prefer it's Dempsey again, and maybe even yeah. should bring in some supernatural element and <laughs> just just go in both, you know, with both feet. If you're gonna go for it, just go for it and go right. Yeah, he's back, and it's a supernatural resurrection, and here he is. He was blown up, but that factory was a voodoo factory, and. Some of the voodoo got loose onto his body. <laughs> I don't know. Them voodoo factories. <laughs> you can't be too careless in a voodoo factory. <laughs> in in New England. Yeah. yeah some some yeah. witchcraft. I mean, you know, they're right on the they're right on the uh the right area for some for some witchcraft. Oh yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thankfully what's what I like is that there's a nowhere Boston voodoo. In, no, classic Boston voodoo. There's nowhere in the title thanksgiving where you can shoehorn in the number two to replace a letter and make it look right yeah but you can have second helpings can't you thanksgiving second that's helpings. good that's good 
That's I still like the original tagline of all will be carved. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really work as well as second helpings. You yeah. Know? Um, or, you know, I don't know. Second helpings work. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but you can't put the a... two. You can't put the two instead of a letter like they do. Ah, uh, I see. You know? Yeah. Um, you try to think well, of the letters. I am. I am. Yeah. You well, you won't necessarily need to. It could just be Thanksgiving 2. Second well, he, Eli Roth said that he he's taken the year off now. Completely mm-hmm. taken the year off. But now they've got that um, the green light. Him and um, his literally best friend who wrote original Thanksgiving, Jeff Randell, they're going to sit down and just write this new one. Um, so it looks like 2025 release date. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it'll be thoroughly enjoyed Thanksgiving. So I'm hoping it'll be fun regardless. Not mm. looking for anything serious, obviously. It's no. a homage to the, the classic slashes. So yeah, like, look, yeah, yeah. As I said, for anything serious. Do, I think you could do a homage to classic slasher sequels and then call it done. I, um, do you know what they but, should do, right? At the end like of said, it. It's the money that does the talking. At the end of it, have an end credit scene where... John Carter, like, so the end of Thanksgiving 2, I've, I've thought about this, okay? I've thought long and hard about this. This, <laughs> yeah, okay. is, a, this is this is what Eli Roth should do. Okay, Eli, this is def- This is definitely not a little thought process that I came up with that would work well for a little TikTok clip. Um, definitely not. <laughs> By the way, go follow uh, the at the Dreadcast on TikTok. Um, <laughs> at the end of Thanksgiving 2, Dempsey is back. He's back in action. Kill, 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 blah, blah, kill, murder, 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 kill, 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 you know, all that lovely Method Man jazz. <laughs> yeah. um, but the credits roll. Whatever happens, he may not die at the end of Thanksgiving 2. He's he's our Michael now. He's our Jason. There's a there's an end credits clip. What what happens? He, 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 he gets up from another voodoo uh, warehouse explosion. Uh, yeah. He stumbles out. He gets back to wherever he's like holding up the Carver house or whatever, but he finds a rose on his doorstep. What could that mean? The Avengers, the horror Avengers are coming back together. Our Valentine serial killer, David Borealis is coming into the fold. We now get Valentine two. We are getting the multiverse of 2000 slashes. We then introduce Oh, I can I can't remember his name. Hook from I know what you did last summer. Oh yeah, I don't I can't remember. The we then, fishman guy. We then the fishman guy, yes, him. We then introduce Urban Legend, Axe, and the Parker. Uh-huh. And we've got our dream team for the the, the, the multiverse of mediocre slashers. We've got John Carver. It's just a Valentine. How bad of a a killer like costume is a snorkel parker (laughs) just a parker yeah that's all it was i don't know i don't remember if there was a mask actually i don't know if it was a i don't think there was um uh but not in the first one anyway let's have a look um legend so yeah we've got the dream team of john carver valentine call him valentine i know he did last summer and urban legend killer um we can't include ghostface in that because it's too successful 
No, 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 no. This is the second string franchise. Yeah. So we've got. So oh, we it was a fencing to... mask. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's the, the sequels. So that's, that's that looks the, sequel, like the sequel. Yeah, Final Cut. Uh, but that'll work. That'll work. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, we can get. Uh, what was the killer in Cherry Falls called? Oh, yes. So I always forget about that film. Leo Marliston. Oh, that's a good. That's a good name. Leonard. Leonard Marliston. Yeah, and he had a bit of uh, like cross-dressing. Yeah. Norman Bates kind of vibe going on there as well. I've not seen that, that could for be such our, a long time. That could be part of our phase two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because it's got to be okay. from that era. Like, okay, like yeah, you agreed. Like you agreed to... <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. you agreed to that. Yeah, sure, why not? You all heard that's, me. That's phase, that's phase two, but it's got to be from the late 90s to early 2000s. Awful okay. slashes like that. Um, I don't know who else you could include. <laughs> I mean, um, what was the other one? It was a Mad Bloody Valentine remake around that time, wasn't there? Yep, that was on TV last two, night. 2009 <laughs> with... Uh, Jensen Ackles. Yep. Yep, there was. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, you could include... I think we've I think we've covered the main ones. There's there's bound to be a few more. Oh, Victor Crowley. Okay. Victor Crowley. Although I see Victor Crowley being the... Um, it, being the, the villain's villain. You know, that's the one our heroes, our, our hero villains join together to fight the big monster that is Victor Crowley, you know? It's pretty good. I like it. I like it. I like okay. it. Here's one for you. Oh, Kill oh, yeah, Joy the Clown. Have you heard of Killjoy the Clown? No, I have not heard of Killjoy the Clown. Enlighten oh, me my. on Killjoy the Clown, Aiden. <laughs> Killjoy, also known as Killjoy the Clown, is the titular main antagonist of the slasher film Killjoy and its sequels. Killjoy 2, Deliver Us From Evil. Killjoy 3, Killjoy's Revenge. Killjoy Goes to Hell and Killjoy's Psycho Circus. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It's it's Pumpkinhead for like the the gangster rap generation. This looks like it, like, like what's... Pumpkinhead in the ghetto. Okay, Killjoy looks like what the other studio, you know, non non Marvel superheroes. Mm-hmm. So like a Sony's own a Sony's okay. take of the multiverse, like when they did Morbius. You know, it's Killjoy yeah. time. It's not part of the main multiverse, but they're trying to shoehorn it in. It's a know? different studio. Yeah, no, I can I can get behind that. I mean, I, to be honest, I, I love Killjoy one. I've not seen any of the sequels yet, although I have the first three. On I've DVD. never seen, never seen. You have them. I oh. do have three of them. Yeah, they are. Well, I watched. I watched the first one as a teenager, and it was just one of those random films that me and my friends found and then obsessed over for a bit because it was laughably terrible <laughs> the, the sequels wow the sequels are doing better than the, the original in reviews yeah I've got they the actually two, apparently get three. better <laughs> killjoy killjoy goes to hell is a 4.8 out of 10 that that's that's good in a way i mean yeah it's getting up there I mean, it's not great i'll have to <laughs> I'll have to watch them. <laughs> I will have to get around right to watching them. Um, look, at that. look at that. Building up our little uh, multiverse of 
mid-tier. I'm st- I'm still looking. I'm still looking. Yeah, I'm it's, looking it's at interesting, isn't it? Horror movies. I've got to see what else I can <laughs> see what else we can dig out. But yeah, like you say, a lot of remakes. A lot of remakes. Yeah, or or late uh, sequels like H2O, Jason mm. X. Um, the thing is, like you. We can't look. Enough. We can't. We can't go with uh, Wrong Turn or Heels Have Eyes because it's a collective. You know. Yeah. You look at Hatchet. It's Victor Crowley. It's a, a singular. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Al- although, you although X Men, Fantastic Four, a group. Guardians of the Galaxy, a group. You know. Um. We do, we do have Shriek. If you know what I did last Friday the Thirteenth that came out. Shriek is great. <laughs> <laughs> Remember seeing that at Blockbuster a lot. Uh, Ginger Snaps, great, great Hol- werewolf. Hollow Man, the Kevin Bacon Ooh. Invisible Man. That's that. Yeah, uh, do you know what? Well, let's get Hollow Man in there because that's a bad <laughs> film. Get Hollow Man in there. <laughs> get Hollow Man in there. Hollow Man part of Phase Two, along with Cherry Falls. It's also the year of Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was some there were some beauties at this time, wasn't there? There really was. There really, really was. I mean the same year um American Psycho came out. That's too good. That's too good. Yeah, I know for... it's, too, it's far too good, I know. <sighs> far too good. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll come back to um Well well this is a theory we'll work on and then once we've yeah. got it all all ironed out we'll Present it to. We'll present the multiverse of being <laughs> to, to, ver- to whichever <laughs> studio we feel. Yeah, we need to find out who still has the rights for Valentine. I'm on it. Maybe it's David Boreanaz. Maybe I'll just give him a call, tweet him, and just say, "You made it." Got a pr- got a pitch for you. <laughs> it's Warner Brothers. All right, okay. They wouldn't give up an IP like that. That may might write it off as a tax break, but I mean, who else have they got? Warner Brothers have got probably everything. Quite, I mean, they've got the Conjuring, the Nun. I mean, we need something to replace those. So yeah, you you weren't happy about that the other day. No, I, <laughs> I didn't care. I was so that was like, no, don't do that, please, don't do that. Uh, they also have The Exorcist and It. Um. Yeah, the majority of it is just Conjuring Universe shite. Yeah, is I don't think Insidious isn't part of the Conjuring Universe. I think it's Annabelle, right? It's Annabelle, Annabelle, and the Nun. Yeah, the 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 Nun is the real spin-off, I believe, of the Conjuring, but it's just. Scary makeup and going. Yeah. Although I can't help but see the person dancing around the middle of that merry-go-round now. You must have seen that. Enlightened me. Like you, you clearly, clearly haven't. I yeah. don't. I think it's it's a theme park somewhere in the world. This is the best. Okay. I can do. Okay. All right. <laughs> but basically, there are two. It's like one of those stand-up spinny things. Yeah. St- you know, centrifuge holds you in. It's one of those, and then in the center of it, there is somebody dressed as the nun, and I have somebody seen dressed it. as Billy the puppet, and they're like dancing around as the ride's going. Yeah, and it's it seems to have gone a bit viral. 
Um, it looks like one of those sort of fairs that turns up once every three months, and they've they've got those shitty spray paint um, yeah. images of all these like, movie icons, but they look awful. Got no rights to it or whatever. No, exactly. All the Disney characters, yeah. and they're all yeah. just they're, they're all painted that badly that even Disney are going. Ah, just you know what? It's fine. Let them have it. <laughs> can't, can't be bothered. Yeah, can't be bothered making the trip to uh, to challenge that one. We've made more money in the time we've been discussing it than they have in their whole career of having these uh, <laughs> images up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right then. Shall we get on to uh, the I suppose movie? We've, yeah, I mean, I suppose or, we've filled enough because we're not... I, 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 I just know <laughs> we haven't got much to discuss with today's movie. Do you know, we went from a high of highs last week, I feel like, with this, with Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Lots to discuss. To what I believe we've come crashing down a little bit today. Yeah, but but before we, because I'm not going to trash this completely. Mm. It's not. It's not. I don't think it deserves that. Um, we are not ticking off another one in the 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 series that we were doing on the Universal Monsters. So that's good. Yep. That's positive. Yep. We're working through another, it. We're working through it. Um, this is. Probably one of the first horror sequels. I believe it is not the officially yeah. the first horror sequel. Yep. So that's kind of cool. Yep. Um, but where's the bride, Tom? Where's the bride? <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. First things first. First things first. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dreadcast, folks. One and all. My name is Tom. This is the lovely Aiden. Hello. And. Um, Yes, as you can tell by the title and what we've just started alluding to, we've discussed in Bride of Frankenstein today. 1935. Yeah, and the fifth in our series. Um, That sounds about right. I'll do some yeah. finger counting as well. I think we've got three more. <laughs> I think we've got three more. Yeah. That sounds um, right. The Creature from the Black Lagoon, the Wolfman, and Phantom of the Opera, the last three, I believe. Yes. Yeah, and I do believe we have much to discuss with it. Um, just, just one, just before we do, um, do you have any 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 points to bring to the table? Any any anything to bring to the table this week? Any extra stuff? No, I don't think there has been any extra stuff. Um, I mean, there was a lot of Wickerman content on Radio Four Extra last night because it is fifty years of the Wickerman. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this previously <laughs> or were aware yeah. of it. I'm not sure I've even heard of that film. It was very good. It was essentially, (laughs) so it'll all be on BBC Sounds to to listen again and what have you. Um, And it was was previous content that's been out there before, so there was Christopher Lee's Desert Island Discs episode. Oh, you know he did one? No, it was was interesting. I was was waiting with bated breath to see what sort of things he'd pick. Um, The answer is a lot of opera. But given that he released two metal albums, I was kind of wondering if it was going to just randomly be like, a yeah. Slayer album thrown in there or something like that. Uh, there wasn't. It was mainly opera, but still okay. very, very interesting man to listen to. Um, then there was what else was the uh, various documentary. There was like a little mini documentary on folk horror generally and some stuff yep. about the music. Um, but it all let it's all stuff that's been on previously. And it was like a, a playthrough again, but it all built up to a new dramatization of the wicker man starring brian blessed 
as oh. Lord Summer Isle. Um, that works. That fits. It very it did work yeah. very well. I was I was I was um I was very not pleasantly surprised because I was expecting it to be good. I was very satisfied with it. It was uh, obviously a little bit shorter because it was a radio dramatization, so they kind of skipped through it. Didn't quite have the same sort of slow build pacing as the Wicker Man because you can't just have dead air as somebody's walking around an island. Um, so it skipped no. along. There's the actual story skipped along a fair pace. But yeah, it was very good. It was very good. Rather chilling at the end, um, even though I 100% knew what was going to happen. It was done very well. Yeah, so, yeah I could see it. That is, uh, is going to be on. The BBC Sounds um, app to, to catch up on. Uh, it originally, yeah, it was originally Radio Four Extra, not Radio Four, the main channel. It was the extra channel. Um, it was very good. Yeah, I did a little bit of live tweeting going along as I was listening to it. And the, I, uh, I was wondering what you were. I, well, I, I was talking about. It. It yeah, it I was wondering. Clear. You're very subtle <laughs> with it. Very. Uh, I didn't make it particularly clear, but the yeah. present one of the. What I don't know, I can't remember the chap's title now. I'm gonna have to look it up, but it was like the presentation. Uh, where, where is he? Uh, the presentation producer for Radio 4 and Radio 4 Extra was liking liking my tweets along that. So, oh, there we um, go. We get, we're getting uh, we're getting popular now, we're getting big, we're getting in, getting in with BBC. So, obviously, he knows all about the uh, the Dreadcast, this wonderful fine podcast, and our extremely versatile uh broadcasting talents yeah so. non-biased non-biased at all <laughs> <laughs> so there we go we've got to we'll have jobs by the end of the year on and BBC. we're hired because <laughs> that's so, how it works i'm sure mayor and kermo you're gone you're gone you're replaced <laughs> with these hacks <laughs> <laughs> oh god that'd be embarrassing <laughs> wouldn't it just i mean not that obviously it's never gonna happen in a million years but can you imagine i like, couldn't oh, handle I'm the pressure really sorry really really sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that would be horrific um no, that sounds cool nice little recommendation there yeah it was good i enjoyed it a lot um, um so, but that's about it for me i think i one little thing for me and i will get into it more in our wrap-up end of the year i watched uh talk to me <coughs> excuse me um i saw your tweet about it and i don't think you were very impressed were you it's not for me it's not for you and which one is talk to me is that the say teens having a seance yeah. Oh, that one. Using an embalmed hand. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, thing is, I, I, I normally, I would like to give a little star rating for a new horror film I watch. Just a nice little social media post here and there. I couldn't do it for uh, Talk To Me because it it did nothing for me, but it, it, would, it was a good film. Very well produced, good acting, everything about uh -huh. it was a good film. It just did nothing for me, just so I didn't feel in. I didn't yeah. feel right to say give it one and a half or two stars because that's a bit disingenuous to what it is. Like it's a good film, it's just not for me. That's that's all it is. Um, the 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 premise, the plot, it's it's when you really look into it, it's very basic. It is, yeah, a group of young young teens, 
get into uh, con connecting with the spirits, the dead, seancing and whatnot. Mm -hmm. One of the kids gets trapped in the demon world and they have to try and get him out. I feel okay. like that's been done before. Yeah. Someone gets trapped so in the demon world and we have to figure out how to get them out I and mean, pull them out, you know? Poltergeist. So it's not the scariest movie of the decade as Vice um, says it was. I need, to, I need to see this now. <laughs> One of the scariest movies of the decade. Uh, no, I was not scared once. Uh, I was actually confused at points. Um, <laughs> Confusion doesn't lead to fear, does it? Usually? Um, I didn't actually pinpoint out at the beginning that it was an A24 film, but now it makes complete sense. Uh yeah, it, it did. It did nothing for me. Have you have you seen the marketing for this with the hand, the little model hand? Yeah. That you use? So I have. the hand is, it's kind of like it's a an afterthought in the film, really. Even okay. though it's 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 a plot device that's used, or it's it's how they connect to the the dead, but it's it's a complete afterthought in what it is, mm. how it's there, why it's there, where it's from everything about it 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 may as well be like oh yeah we got this from some guy blah 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 it's from an it's a it's a cut off hand from an old medium but look at all the wacky ghosts we can talk to look at all this stuff we can do and it's what what about this origin of this hand that you just happen to have that can talk well, to the dead like you know what that'll be a sequel won't it it'll be well there is a sequel being green or the green lit so we'll we'll definitely get the hand origins at some point i just felt it was a bit yeah, forgotten about, really, throughout the whole film. Um, the lead actress, uh, as you can see, I can't remember her name. Um, she was very good. I liked her. Like I said, the film is not bad. It's just, yeah, not for me. And I think I was very disappointed because of all the praise it was given this year. It, it's one of those yeah, things that... So that just happens, though, doesn't it, sometimes? It's... Uh... And yeah, it, it's difficult. It's difficult to know how you feel about it when you accept that it's just not for you. You're the wrong demographic, or oh, completely. Yeah, it was. It's completely. just. I mean, it's yeah. I had a similar experience seeing Barbie. I was just at the end of it, left kind of not really knowing how to feel about it because I just appreciated and understood that that wasn't the film that was aimed at me in any way shape or form mm. and i was just kind of like well it was okay but it, it i guess it was good but i did not enjoy watching it yeah but that's not the film's fault that's just no not at all the circumstances um no there were good performances in this the production value was really good um the story is there but it didn't do anything for me there's just something about spiritual paranormal possession films that don't do it as much for me and if but if they're done well i.e when evil lurks this year yeah I'm golden i'm golden um uh, i mean i think the i think the best sort of uh seance movie that i've seen is um the one the the internet one the internet one, folks. <laughs> that might not be its full <laughs> title. Uh, host, is that is is it? That oh, one? host was fantastic. The, the Zoom chat one. 
Yes. Yes, it was the shot during the pandemic. Yes, yes, yes. That was incredible. That was great. That is that is probably my favourite seance. And because it was only like movie. 60 minutes long. <laughs> it's a quick watch. Well, that had, some, that had some great effects as well and some genuine, genuine scares. And I believe it was all shot favorite. on iPhones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were just taped to the laptops. Well, you know, why not? Hey, it worked. No, it yeah, worked. It, no, yeah, host is fantastic. Um, uh, so yeah, so I'll go into a bit more, talk to me a bit more at the end of the year. But uh, yeah, probably just probably disappointed, disappointed um, for one of those films that has given so much praise and hype. Uh, as Flavor Flav once said, "Don't believe the hype." Um, it stands <laughs> to reason. Yep. Don't do that. That's, um, that's our flavor flavor quarter for this episode. Quota of the week. Uh, flavor flavor <laughs> quota ticked off. I also got a Method Man one that snuck in there earlier, so that's you good. Did. Nice. You're, you're repping that old school one. See, I have another Simpsons one lined up. Oh, um, do you? Oh, I'm excited yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, um, uh, just thinking about, again, watching The Bride of Frankenstein. And they, they call it The Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, clearly... There is oh, I know. I know what quote you're going for. <laughs> is it related to the fireworks factory? <laughs> I mean, you call it the Bride of Frankenstein when clearly it is focusing on the original monster. That's not the quote I thought you were going to go for. No, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> themed hams. I thought you were going to go with um, Millhouse going. When are they going to get to the fireworks? <laughs> when are they going to show the bride? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it. Let's get into it. Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Um. Yeah. What do you think? Um. Well. Overall, it yeah. was all right. It yeah. was. It, it struck me, and this is it, like like we said, like we said earlier on. This is like horror's first sequel, yeah, um, and and maybe even cinema's first sequel to some extent. Um, but it felt like the modern tongue in cheek. We'll inject some more humor into it this time. Like, yeah. It, it's, it, the Bride of Frankenstein is Evil Dead to to Frankenstein's Evil Dead. Like there was a lot more yeah. humor in this. Um, just just some downright silly characters and situations. Um, there there was a lot of rehashing of the original. Um, and then. Yeah, you know, it finishes with. I mean, the the bride, the titular bride, doesn't appear until the one hour seven. One okay, that one hour seven. Oh, and that's I in a one hour fourteen. Uh, one hour eleven film. One hour eleven. Okay, so there we go. Yeah, she is not in it enough to be on the title. Nope. Or all of the promo or um Feel or really to. to be such an iconic well you know yeah just uh, just as just as iconic in in some regard as as the main man frankie himself 
Because the, she the is in it for a the monster. Yeah, let's not get into all that again. Um, you want to be on a horror podcast or not, Ian? If you're going to get it wrong. <laughs> I want to be on this horror podcast where it's... You're close to you. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> You're close to your year yearly review, Aiden. Okay. Oh, I'm at, okay. I okay. As I was under review. Oh well. Yes. It's been a good run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stand by next week while I'll be starting my own horror channel. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. She does not. The bride. She does not deserve to be. Uh, up there with no, uh, like on t-shirts and stuff. I mean, that's not fair. She's kind of a cool character, but she's in it very, very little. That's very the thing. little. This film. Whenever you talk about, or if you, if I, I do it regularly, talk about Bride of Frankenstein, people. If anyone brings it up, or you look at uh, imagery, or whatever from it, it's always the the, mm -hmm. the sort of startled look of the bride, the long hair with the white streak and the big eyes it, it doesn't happen until no. the end <laughs> it doesn't happen it'd be like um uh i mean i know it's a twist but say saw right the, the imagery was all about jigsaw and how he looked when he got up you know with the the prosthetic face paint on and that but it doesn't happen until the end you don't see that until the end it's got nothing to do with the rest of the film it just, yeah, I feel very lied to. I feel very misled. Yeah, I don't... I didn't dislike it. I didn't dislike it, but again, wasn't what I was expecting. Um, no. I thought we'd get to The Bride much quicker. What we did get for a good chunk of the film was perhaps more what I was expecting from the first one. Because... I think I remember feeling like Frankenstein's monster doesn't appear all that much in Frankenstein. Yet we have a lot more. We have a lot more of the monster like running around and causing carnage and stuff in this than we did mm. in the first one. Mm. Um, I, so I, I thought we got a fair bit from the first one. I mean, yeah, we get some. He throws the little girl into the. Uh, <coughs> into the river and then we get him randomly sneaking through a third floor window or whatever how, and appearing but and then there's obviously the windmill scene at the end but in this is like a good chunk of him being like chased around and, yeah you know he offs like three or four people in this um you know he's he's, he's probably uh, featured in this he's probably part, featured yeah. at all and pardon the pun, a lot more fleshed out and articulate. You know, he, he's got, he speaks, he's got lines. We see a lot more character development. Um, he, well, he likes to have a smoke and eat now as well. And smoke. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. love, I did love the hermit <laughs> scene. He just turns up and he's like, oh, great, a friend. Here, I'll drink some wine, have a smoke, and then we'll play some music. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, it 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 felt I don't know, it feels very uncharacteristic. I see they're trying to yeah. give it more character. That's what I mean. It felt like a more humorous like this was like the humorous sequel. Yeah. Um it it was as far as I'm aware, there is no extension to Mary Shelley's original story. It Okay. Um and I'm I'm saying that with all the confidence of somebody that hasn't looked this up before. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I'm pretty talking? sure Frankenstein was just a just a one and done, um, and and the the extension to the story that we we get in this movie is entirely you know Hollywood screenwriters wanting a sequel, um, and it it makes sense we get because because it it begins exactly you know right at the the, the yes, ending right of the first one the first. It, it follows directly. Follows directly on the story makes sense. Um, for yeah, I mean, you know, the, nothing too it, it it flows and it follows. We have um, Frankenstein is imprisoned, the, uh, the that is the monster, the monster is imprisoned and then breaks out and goes on the run. In the meanwhile, Henry, Fr Henry Frankenstein is recovering from his ordeal. Um, and vows to sort of never play God again, um, but is visited by a character, another wacky another doctor, who is just the most evil name ever. Yeah, He's uh, called Doctor Pretorius. He sounds like he has doomsday devices coming yeah. out of the wazoo. He's, he's just <laughs> um, who. And basically, he's also being expert. He's somehow heard of Frankenstein's experiments, although I'm not sure how news has travelled. Well, that's the thing. Stuff. If this carried on, if this happened near enough straight after, right? Yeah. Then you've got you've got uh, points like this: how the doctor as, as found is aware of Doctor yeah. Frankenstein, and also how yeah they're, they're trying to give more characteristics to the monster but yet if this happens straight after he didn't have that in the original film he was oh. just a a walk-in entity basically with not much yeah. going on in his brain and now he's he's all happy to chill out with a, mm -hmm. a smoke some drink <laughs> learning bread bread learning how to speak minorly yeah. like Knowing it all happens very is. quickly when you think of it like that it does. It does happen very quickly when you think of it like that. Though, arguably, I don't think anybody attempted any such thing in the first <laughs> film. Um, he was just, he had just had Fritz whipping him, didn't he? And yeah. Not very much else. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a bit of a plot hole there. But Doctor Pretorius arrives and basically says, "Look, I've been doing some experiments creating life too. We should collaborate." Um, and I think the best collaboration is we make a a girlfriend for your creature is essentially what he says. Um, Frankenstein tells him to sling his up. He's not having a bar of it. And the doctor proceeds uh, on his own. And then they do decide to collaborate. Oh, well, he, he decides to it collaborate. It takes a while. Under it takes a while and it's under duress. The monster, yeah. Of, yeah. his wife, Elizabeth, is kidnapped. And then it's a case of, oh, I can get her back to you if you help me. And then... Yeah, they they make the bride, and it pretty much finishes there. That's uh, yeah, that yeah, that, that's it. Um, obviously, we'll get to exactly what happens in the ending later on down the line. But in a nutshell, that is the plot, and it runs. It does. It runs straight on from the uh, from the ending of the the first one. We get a little bit of preamble, don't we, with um, Lord Byron and the Shelleys and Mary Shelley? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where they feel like they they've come straight out of Black Adder the Third, yeah, you know, it's um, so incredibly posh. 
It's so incredibly posh and very, very patronizing. I think he says something. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the exact line, but it's something like, how could you, a woman with your delicacies, <laughs> like, come up with such a scary story? Oh, you sweet little flower. How did you know how to write? <laughs> I didn't like, know yeah. you could read English. Oh, what a pretty little thing you are. <laughs> it's very much that, yeah. Who who would have thought that yeah, <laughs> who your, have thought? your simple woman's brain would have allowed you to concoct one of the greatest stories? Yeah, it's uh, it's Women, very patronizing. Know your limits. <laughs> <laughs> I just love um, fluffy kittens and flowers. <laughs> but it was um, it was it was a fun way of introducing it, and I suppose that does come as a, an extension that the fact that there isn't that there wasn't a Frankenstein two. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo, um, yeah. Uh, so th it was an interesting little device to have Shelley sort of in there and saying, well, you know, if you like that bit, there's more to the tale, and here it is. Um, the, the film itself, though, like we, we said, the bride doesn't show up until the end. It is pretty much, it feels very tacked on, the story. I, I We both really enjoyed the first film. And it could have ended there. It was a good ending. It was a yeah. perfect ending to the, I don't know, the message it was trying to give. Don't uh -huh. try and be God. Create and life. Because look what happens. Create this monstrosity. Um, and it feels very tacked on that Henry Frankenstein has now kind of become rather... Not, he wasn't so much, I don't know if he was so much a villain, but he was... He wasn't good. You know, he hmm. was stealing bodies and whatnot, yeah. digging up graves. And now he's like, no, I will not do that again. He's gone to the good side. But now there's this new evil that's come in. Yeah, and he's trying to seduce him. It feels very tacked on. It's like, and let's it is, create, it is let's create like, really. another monster. Let's do it, it again. Really but first of all, not only has he created monsters, I mean, I, you can get. To, oh, let's can, get into no. his creations. I let's mean, get, we have to talk about his creations to. because Frankenstein, uh, Henry Frankenstein, digging up corpses, yep. stitching bits together, and then blasting it with electricity, and they come alive. Yeah. It, it's it's obviously science fiction, fantasy, whatever. Yeah. But there's a logical process there. Oh, god, yeah. You know, Doctor Pretorius has been growing <laughs> tiny little people in jars. <laughs> so with, bad, with absolutely zero explanation as to how he's managed to do this. Yep, they, he just has them. Uh, they are they are literally like what you said about Evil Dead. They are mini ashes. They are. So, <laughs> I, this is why I laughed. I laughed. I was clocked. I was checked out at this point. As soon as I saw this, and he revealed his jars of mini people. At, oh, no, dude, I was, it like I was, it was done. It was like Simbad. It was like the voyages of Simbad or something. <sighs> but these are my notes at this moment. Doctor Pretorius, absolutely the most evil-sounding name ever. Yeah, Pretorius has been making some tiny people in jars, including. A mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was a mermaid. Yep. Which I king. think he says was an experiment with seaweed. So. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. He's made a tiny little king. Yep. A tiny little queen. Yeah. Who he has to keep separated because the tiny oh, little yeah. king is a horny <laughs> little king. <laughs> yep. Uh, there was the a fourth one. Can't get anything done. Uh, there was the there was a devil or the devil. I couldn't quite work out what he was saying. Um, there was a mermaid. I think there was another one as well. Yeah, let me try and find out what it was. Um, there was a little king, a little queen, 
Oh, look. a bishop, a bishop. The third one, the the he said he made a third person, and the king made him a bishop. So we have king, <laughs> queen, bishop, devil, mermaid. That's so five yeah. five little people in five little jars. Um, so we have this odd little sequence where yeah, the king manages to climb out of his jar and he's trying to break his way into the queen's jar to ravish her, and he has to be separated and dropped back in and. It's all very strange. And Pretorius is basically explaining throughout this that we should collaborate. My skills and your skills. We, you know, we could we could be great together. And it's like, but what, how have you done what you've done? Because these are that's tiny it. little people. You're he so, explains, you're I think, grows from seeds. It's like you're so right. You, you nailed it with the you know, the experiments he was conducting in the original film yeah they were a bit you know not so much a bit that it's not possible right you can't sure. really but you know using electricity defibrillator there, there's a logic there yeah there, we there's know that there. the human brain and heart runs on yeah. electricity signals and there's stuff something like that. so there, there. there's a logic but this this is this is otherworldly now yeah this is I mean, completely otherworldly. Yeah. I think I think Frankenstein we've, even says to him, "This sounds like black magic." Yeah, we've stepped um, into magic territory now, or whatever, like whatever it is. This is yeah. human people that are about the size of this Costa cup. So you're looking about I don't know, uh, fifteen centimeters high, mm-hmm. and they're they're not mutated. They're not like the monster. You know, the yeah, monster no, in the no, original no. is a bit. His skin graft everywhere. He's got bolts. He's he's a bit zombie like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are just real human like human beings, but yeah, tiny. Just, just shrunk, just... Down, shrunk down little little people, little homunculi. It's baffling. Um, I mean, uh, that's it, and I think it is alluded to that is Pretorius is more magic than science. Maybe. Um, I'd say so. That, there is that scene later on where he he enters the crypt and finds the body that he wants to use to make his bride and he sets up like a little shrine of bones and he's like sat chatting to it and it's all very like i've set up my little necromancy station yeah um although we never we never fully see any spell books or rituals being completed or anything like that it is he is still presented as a doctor and largely scientific in his methods but there is this illusion that perhaps there's some magic happening yeah, well. oh yeah he's very much the mad, the mad doctor though yeah yeah very much um, so um yeah so. so that's our origins of doctor i want to i keep wanting to call him dr pistorius but that's the dr. uh <laughs> the south african sprinter who shot his uh who defended himself yeah shot for, shot his uh partner like 187 times <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's Doctor uh, yeah. Pretorius. Pretorius. Yeah, but I had a similar thing all the way through. I kept having to, uh, making notes. I probably have written Pretorius once or twice. It, it does um, kind of sound like it. So yeah, so we have Pretorius doing doing the. Well, I say doing this. We don't see very much of him. He shows up and makes this initial proposition, um, and then we see him at the end or nearer to the end, like Robin a grave 
Yeah, uh, with his two lackeys. With his two lackeys. But yeah. most of the time, most of the rest of the film is taken up with the monster's little adventure. So Yes, he goes on a little adventure, doesn't he? He goes wandering is, around the world. Let's say he's wandering through the woods and then he stumbles across the, the little hermit guy. I thought um, he would be more featured. I thought that was it. Like, when... Because before that, he... So so how how did let's go to the beginnings of his adventure because uh-huh. after the windmill the windmill or the it was a windmill right yeah it's a windmill yeah, yeah. It, it collapses into like a ravine into the mountainside it's um, the father of the girl young girl yep. that he kills in the original wants to confirm the kill <laughs> he wants to confirm yeah. that yeah. the monster's <laughs> dead uh, gets pulled into this um, little underground lake by the monster gets killed and then the monster escapes and um we get more sort of comedy it here does, though it does for his wife doesn't it his wife helps him helps the monster out thinking it's her husband and then she it's... sees him and then he throws her in but she's very comedic the way she's portrayed as her yes. screaming it's very slapsticky yes her scream i think yes. her name is minnie um the screaming hag i've got yeah. written down <laughs> so once yeah. the monster has escaped he then goes on his adventures and the first thing he does he he encounters another lake where there's a uh like a shepherd a female shepherd or sheep herder oh yeah it's, yeah 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 that's right um, I forgot about that bit. he um she survives like she, she screams she screams by the side of him falls into this little pond lake watery area whatever you have you he tries to yeah. save her but then is scared off by hunters who just happen to be there oh they shoot and him don't they get shot. they do and then after, shot quite a lot in this actually i think he gets shot about three times I don't know if shooting him would... Does he have running uh, blood? No, it doesn't do anything to him. No. Although the the hermit does say that he's he does say that he's injured. But he does get shot. He gets shot in the police cell as he's escaping. He gets shot yeah. through the window. Um, he gets shot by these hunters. He might only be twice he gets shot. But he gets shot, shot by these hunters when he's uh, rescuing the, the shepherd. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, that, so as as he's running away, the he ends up at the hermit's house, the blind yeah. hermit's house. Yeah, yeah who I right. thought would then, because they focused quite a lot on this setting and the character, I thought this was going to be uh, the monster and the hermit. Now, now throughout, mm. sort of like that's that story. We'll again go back to them creating the bride. Yeah, but no, we this it goes on for about five minutes, and we move on again. Yeah, we, he goes on his adventure. Them. Yeah, he's teaching Frankie how to speak. It was quite a touching moment there because that blind guy was like, he was like thanking God and crying that God had sent him a friend. It was yeah, it was quite a touching moment. Um, yeah, monster. This is my notes. Monster happens across an old shack with violin man kicking out some jams. Old guy's blind, so it doesn't mind the monster. Um, he's teaching Frankie how to speak. Then he gets him on the smoke. They get high and jam on the violin. <laughs> it. Was, I think it was at this point, I was. I was starting to feel like this. This could be a parody film. It, it felt a bit like this it was felt a scary like movie it could be a bit. Yeah. And like if it hadn't gonna... been made in the two thousands, it absolutely would be like ripping bongs with monster. What's that? <laughs> or it be exactly that. <laughs> yeah. What you do? Scary movie was up. Done. Chilling. Killing. <laughs> Or parodying whatever other adverts that were available in 1935, I suppose. To you young folks out there listening, Waza 
was amazing in the early 2000s, okay? It was uh, a Budweiser advert. You should go hunt it out. It's great. Uh, that's a very dated reference now, isn't it? It's wow. very dated reference. I always like the frogs more, the Budweiser frogs. Budweiser. Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're so old. We're so old. Um, yeah, it felt, it felt very parody-esque because of how serious the original was taken. There was just such a mm -hmm. shift in tone of this film yeah. compared to the original. And the fact that this, yeah, this was, the, say, let's say, the first sequel, but it didn't come out that long after the original. I think two years? Original was 33? Yeah, this was 35, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, uh, was it 33 or 31? Oh, it's 31, four years. Okay, but even so... It the yeah the tone just felt so off, it, it yeah. Like yeah. I said again, um, we've we've struggled with these to sort of find the horror because it's these movies are very very tamed by our standards. Um, oh, completely, completely. You know, and I think these these days they put them on like. On a Sunday afternoon, I'm yep. pretty sure the first time I saw Nosferatu was like Channel Four on a at ten o'clock on a Sunday morning yeah. in my grandma's house. Um, so you know, there's nothing that's going to mean that they need to be on post watershed or or anything like that. Um, but that being said, this is definitely less horror and more more comedy, hundred percent. Um. It is. It's very much. It is as I said at the beginning. It's like it's Evil Dead Two compared to Evil Dead One. It's, You're right. It, yeah. it just is. It's a lot more, a lot more slapsticky. Uh, there are whole characters like the the mini uh, character who are just purely there for comic relief, comic effect. Um, and there's, there's no Lord Byron. No, sorry, not but Byron. Lord, uh, no, Lord, no, not, Lord no, not Frankenstein. Lord um, baron frankenstein the baron that's it there's yeah, no baron we were missing the baron i was missing we should be asking when there's no baron on the screen where's the baron that's what it should be <laughs> where's my baron freddy that was the best part of the original film we both he was the best part yeah. of the original film. he is alluded to he does get mentioned it's like i'll inform the baron that his son is alive yeah but i was like i was hoping he'd rock up in his smoking jacket with some <laughs> with some wenches and start shouting at people Remember the the poor folk can't have the good the good champagne. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Just turn up in his, his Baron party wagon. Um, oh, where yeah, it, it's uh, it is it's it's very strange shifting tone. So we get um, so while he's he's hanging with the the hermit, um, we get two other people turn up to other hunters and that blind yeah. guy is just like yeah come in have a smoke more friends <laughs> some food more friends he's just running a complete like hippie loving free-for-all yeah in the, in the forest um the the two hunters come in and obviously see that uh the the other companion the other person is the monster and they uh cause a huge fuss and it's like come on you you know this guy's a monster can't you see he's he's responsible for murder murdering people all over the place come with me come with me in the ensuing chaos uh frankie accidentally burns down um the poor guy's shack uh and it is it's like you can't seem to it's like you can't seem to find a friend and everywhere he goes there's an accident that makes him he's got he's got to move on again 
Um, so yeah, Frankenstein uh, the monster accidentally burned down the blind guy's hut uh, while he's bottomed aloft by some guys who think he's, thinks he's in danger. And then it is just Frankenstein moving on again. Yeah, um, next antic. Goes to a graveyard, takes refuge in a crypt, uh, and this is where he runs across um, Pretorius. Um, yeah. And at this point, it's about 45 minutes into the movie, and of a yeah, one hour, 11 movie, and there is still no bride. No. Nope, still not a single bit of bride. Not, a, the, the, not the, even it, a little bit of bride. She's not, exactly. She's not even like on the slab waiting to be resurrected. She's she's not in existence at this point. If you look at all the, like we said earlier, all the promotional material, like the original posters. Okay, you here we go. You you type in bride of Frankenstein into Google. It's just an abundance of that imagery of her. Looking startled with the hair. It's it's mm-hmm. everywhere. The posters are half her, half a monster. Um, it's just everywhere. But the thing is, all these pictures you're looking at are from a grand total of about four minutes. Yep. <laughs> They're not mm-hmm. spread out for it. You, you look at these images and you think, oh, what, 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 what antics does she get into throughout the film? What part is this yeah. from, from the film? What what happens here? No, it's the same shot. It's the same set. <laughs> That's it. I mean, there's lots of there's lots of scenes of uh, scenes. There's lots of sort of promotional pictures of the the bride and the the monster looking at each other longingly and all this. Yeah, and and even sort of sweeping her down for a kiss and all that sort of stuff. And obviously, we find out that spoiler, she doesn't like him. Yeah. She's she's terrified of him in the same way that any anybody else is. <coughs> so I just found sorry, I just found something that was quite uh look at this. You know you can buy film cells of your favourite films. Uh-huh. So look at this. You can buy film cells of Bride of Frankenstein. Okay. Seventy five pounds and it's basically Four film cells or three film cells, which what we've just talked about are from what a minute's worth of the film. Yeah, the only part for seventy five pound. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're being a bit mugged off with something like that for this film. Yeah. Yeah. Say it was but then again, seventy five. Go on. No, I'd say say it was seventy five pound for three film cells of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? You've got you could have one the iconic scene of um, him uh, slamming the door open for the first time, or the scene of um, Franklin turning the light round and you see Leatherface. Just all the spread out throughout the film, so you're getting yeah. a bit of the whole film. This is you're getting a few film cells of within a minute of each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. There's not really anything. They they can't spread it out. It's not possible to spread it out. No. She is, um, she is just, just there. I want to know where all that hair comes from though, because when we first yeah. see her, she is uh, wrapped head to foot in bandages. Yeah, they probably wrapped her up on the on the bed, mm. um, and that's. 
for the hair to be like that, that would take a, a lot very of hair tight, spray, right? Sort of, exactly. It's a very tight bowl cap. Well, I think, is, is it like the electricity? Is it the electricity? Ah! That's, um, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's jazzed it up and, and left the streak in there. But yeah, I mean, just looking, there there is a lot of uh, merchandise. Um, yeah. Well, like on Amazon. And, and, uh, on, on Amazon and various yeah. things. Um, I mean... Yeah, you know, little Funko Pops, and mm. you can get the wig. You can get action figures. Nico do have done a line of the Universal Monsters. She she's always included, and I'm not saying she shouldn't be, but it's quite surprising given the amount of actual screen time that she's got. That's it. I wouldn't have been. I, I was kind of ex again. This is one that I hadn't seen before, and going into it, I was expecting. Um essentially a rehash of the first film but from the bright but, but with a female monster yes around. agreed agreed um and i thought presumably at some point they'll get together um and you know they'll meet and the, there's going to be some sort of loving uh love at first sight scenario and they'll gamble off together and that'll be that'll be the ending of the film is they they meet and fall in love and yeah and and end but the bulk of the movie would be um yeah the 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 female monster getting into similar sort of scrapes as uh, the male monster did uh and that that'd make up the bulk of your runtime you know yeah i, uh, I think I, I, I agree i had the same sort of fear like basically the film we watched but get rid of all the bs in the middle bring the creation forward mm -hmm. similar so similar to the first film have uh the creation of the bride going on her trying to come together with what she is but in the same in the meantime have frank have the monster's antics going on huh? like he, he's out in the wild and then wait makes his way back to his creator and then they can meet and let's then say yeah, yeah let's say 40 minutes in give it 30 to 40 minutes in because you gotta do the yeah. creation you gotta build the story up fine but, yeah, to long it out that long. But the big point that really bugged me, it's called Bride of Frankenstein. It, it's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> It's Bride of... The and this is where the misconception for a lot of people come in, come into play. The monster yeah. is not called Frankenstein. No. It's the monster. It should be Bride of monster. the Monster. Or, bride of the Monster. Or uh, call it something else. Uh, I, I think know. She's, I think she's credited as the monster's mate, which mate. makes it sound a little bit oh, seedier. Anyway, no. The monster's mate. And it's a question mark again, like it was with... Car Karloff is credited as the monster in the opening credits this time around, um, yes. whereas it was a question mark in the original. Um, yeah. But they've done the same question mark format for... Uh, Elsa, is it Elsa Lanchester? Was that the name of the lady that played Yeah, yeah. Who also um, played uh, Mary Shelley at the beginning. She also played Mary Shelley, yeah. yeah. Which... Um, I suppose it's fair, given that she's in it for next to nothing, that they sort of went, yeah. oh, you can, yeah, if you can play 
two, two roles, so you'll you'll bookend the film essentially. You'll be in it right at the beginning and right at the end. Um, I think and I suppose a... they show. Although she's not too heavily made up, but I suppose they they got to show her without makeup as well. I think it's a real shame because I I actually really love the design of Bri- the bride. I think she looks great. Um, it's just, her face is so impactful, like the big eyes, the the big hair, the white stripe. The it's very bold looking, very striking. The the like the shoulders are really. It looks like she got shoulder pads in, um, and it just wasn't utilized. The look, everything about it wasn't utilized at all. Um, yeah. She's actually got quite a terror look for her, a horror, horrifying look for her. To be fair, in a very subtle way, and um, yeah, it's not 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 used, not utilized one bit really. She's just scared for most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there are there are a few films that that have the Bride of Frankenstein in them. But not many, and I think this is the only one with that sort of well, one of the only ones with that sort of iconic look. Um, certainly not as many uses of the character in uh, as there is Frankenstein. There, there weren't any other direct sequels to this where she appeared again. No. Um, so it was just a bit like a, a one and done and. Let's move on and do something else. Yeah, there they could have been and should have been a lot more use of her. Um, There's very little meat on this Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> There's very little meat. Three minutes is hardly a galaxy. Um, <laughs> let me talk to Mr. Kwan. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it is. It's a bit of a shame, really, that she's not... Like I say, overall, I enjoyed the movie. I did, but it wasn't what I was ex- once again. It wasn't what I was expecting, um, and I thought that a film called Bride of Frankenstein would have featured more of the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, um, yeah, entirely. Which it it definitely didn't. Um, I think it's, as well. All these films have been pretty short. They've all been roughly around the same time: one hour, oh, yeah, 10, one an hour, hour, fifteen. But uh, yeah. I feel, for the majority of them, for these these discussions, we've had a fair amount to talk about. I I uh, really struggled, and I paid attention. To, I paid attention to this film, but I think I had I, I was just focusing too much on wh- where's the where where is the bride? When the bride? are we going to actually get into this film? Mm-hmm. It felt like so much fluff and filler. Now, when you mentioned earlier about how. Yeah, fine. We don't find these these films scary. Okay, they're from a they're from a, an audience a hundred years ago, which is a very different type of audience. It's fine. You're going to appreciate, like I said, that talk to me. These are good films for the most part. They're still watchable films. Yeah. Um, but this film, I don't think I enjoyed actually as much as other films, the other ones in the series, because of the fact I was waiting. For the bride, I was I was, just I was waiting for something. What to I was happen, here yeah. for, as what I turned up for, really, and it felt I mean, like a lot of filler and fluff. And I, he, yeah, I wasn't going to find it scary. I know I wasn't, but I didn't enjoy it as much. I didn't find Frankenstein's no. Frankenstein scary, but I enjoyed that but the most out of all of these. I enjoyed yeah. the Invisible Man. You know, it's not scary, but I really enjoyed it. I just didn't enjoy this. 
Yeah, there was, like I say, there was a lot of filler. There was a lot of fluff. I mean, the, the sort of creation scene itself is so drawn out. Like, yeah. there's no need for it to be that drawn out. We get repetitions of the lines. We get, oh, you know, we get a she's alive thrown she's in alive. there. Again. Uh, which, again, it's, it feels like that sort of, oh, we, we're doing a bit of fan service. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like like you would expect from you know a modern sequel and stuff so um but yeah it's so drawn out and, and it's not really doing anything we haven't seen before so it is like we could we you could have skipped along the process a little bit more because we know it works they've done it in the first film and then we could have had the bride on screen a little bit quicker and maybe got some more uh more time out of her time with her um, but we don't. I mean, just to sort of cap it off, um, yeah. we we have uh, we have Pretorius meeting Frank, meeting the creature, the monster in in this crypt, um, where he's grave robbing the nineteen year old yeah. that's going to be the bride. Mm. Um, he instructs uh, the monster to kidnap Elizabeth Frankenstein. Um, the Baroness, Henry's wife, um, to essentially coerce him into helping Pretorius create the bride. Um, he does, he goes along with it. It seems quite into it once he's back in his lab and going yeah, it doesn't for take it. much it, to it, convince it, him. It, he's not really doing it under duress anymore. Um, they do the old thing with there's a little bit of looking at the heartbeat and sort of increasing the saline solution to make it. You know, they, yeah. they've to, to again demonstrate that they've created life, but the, we know that they can do it. Um, they have the usual waiting for the storm to come in and flying kites and electric, uh, electrical strikes. We get another, she's alive, alive moment. <laughs> um, and then plot twist the bride is scared of the monster, um, terrified, terrified, Absolutely doesn't want terrified. to be with him. And uh, yeah, the monster. Henry and Elizabeth escape. The monster pulls a lever that blows up everything in the lab, killing himself, Pretorius, and the bride because they belong dead. And then it ends. That is it. That is the end of the film. It just ends. <laughs> I, think, I think Elizabeth gets one more line saying, or Henry gets one more line saying, well, that's over. <laughs> and then it literally is the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the end of me. <laughs> um yeah like i didn't have a problem with the ending um in in the whole let's you know again it, it's that repetition of the man shouldn't play god angle and the monster recognizes that he, he's a thing that should not be and um he'll you know destroy himself for that reason um and i did like that but they could have reached that. I think they should have reached that ending via different means with more more of the bride and less of the fluff. And, yeah, that was... It, it's a shame as well with a, a film like this that we've both been kind of disappointed in that we feel didn't have much meat on the bones that mm -hmm. our discussion on it slash review doesn't have much meat on the bone to it really no that's it and that's a shame not like, really much you can say about it it's well it, not it much is what it is not much we can personally say about it uh -huh. other than just reading 
Wikipedia about it. You know, we could read out Wikipedia and give you fine folks yeah. all this background information on it, but that feels that feels alone tacked on. The point of this is to give our impressions on it, and yeah. I feel like there's not when there's not much to give, like not much to take. There's not much to give you guys yeah. about it. You know, that's it. That's um, fair. The other point I did have was about the monster himself, and I feel his the way he looked, his makeup, and the effects. Didn't look as good as the how you looked in Frankenstein. I feel like he, it, it wasn't. It looked a lot smoother. He didn't look as uh, mm. uh, corpse. He didn't look as corpsey. I feel like we he saw him decayed. Bit, yeah, I feel like we saw him a little bit more close up for longer periods as well. Yeah, um, which probably didn't help. Uh, like, like he was very much more of a character in this one than. Oh, completely, yeah. A cre- a creature or the antagonist or anything. He's 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 very much more a personality. We start to see that he's he's learning and he knows. I, I mean, he le- You did you did touch on it, and it is, but it is true, and it's just it's just struck me how quickly he does come on like learning. He goes from sort of it's bread good, drink instant. good, to articulating that he knows he was created from dead bodies and he shouldn't exist it's like hmm yeah that's that's quite a step that's like your abc's the quantum physics phd in the matter of a few hours and the fact it's a continuation from frankenstein the original yeah. film yeah we're not we're not uh he's been in the wild for 10 years now you know, learning to hunt like a caveman. You know, he's picking yeah, no, up his skills. No, this is instant. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's you know, it's the it's the Frankenstein takes place over like two days or something. It's like day three of his existence or four of his existence. You know what's Less weird as well? Anyway. I was just saying about how very very little meat on this and how we we didn't really have much to bring to the table on it. Yeah, we've gone through the film and talked about what we liked, what we didn't like for the most part, part of the story. And I'm looking at our past discussions, past episodes on this series. Dracula, we clocked in at 1 hour 52. Frankenstein, we clocked in at 58 minutes. Right, okay. Mummy, 1 hour 10. And Invisible Man, 1 hour 54. Now, granted, there might be a lot of filler in those podcasts. But we did still. lose the Frankenstein audio as well, didn't we? We had to redo that. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. The why? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair. Enough. But I, I'm fairly certain we probably got to our. We probably just got straight into it. So that's probably most yeah. of that episode is probably on that. Whereas the Dracula and Visible Man clocking in just under two hours are probably a lot of filler in vault. Uh, there'll be the usual preamble and stuff. Yeah. There, I yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I don't yeah like I said you you bring up the Wikipedia of these films and it's a, an essay uh, we could go through this for another hour and just basically read off what someone else has wrote uh-huh. which you know, we'll talk about facts and trivia here and there but I don't know for the most part yeah mm. you can't you know you can't um, we can't riff on what isn't there and like i said i think we both think this is just just lacking a little bit um you know i 
uh, get into the point already word, yeah. where we're just yeah we're just repeating ourselves but it's we we wanted to talk about the bride and the bride's not in it so it's difficult yeah yeah to talk there we about. go <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, where's the where's the bride say hey Goober, you know, where's the bride <laughs> i am i am glad that we've gone through another uh another of these these classic movies on the monsters these classic movies um Again, it's good to say it's good that I can I can say oh yeah I've watched it, um, and I'll be able to say oh yeah I have seen Bride of Frankenstein. Interestingly, yeah. not much Bride, not much Bride in there. Um, yeah. I'm glad that I, yeah I'm glad that I've ticked it off and we can we can move on and we can get to get closer to completing our run through of these classic monsters and agreed. But yeah, it's just like oh that was not. I felt a little bit like this with the mummy that I was like, oh, there's not much actual yes. mummy in running about, um, and this is exactly the same. There's not much actual bride running about. Um, yeah, whereas you look at Dra- Dracula, um, I mean, Invisible Man is probably the key one. It's he's there from the get go. He is the first character mm-hmm. you see, mm-hmm. and you see him as the Invisible Man maybe ten minutes in. Dracula, yeah. um, soon as. Uh, uh, I can't remember our character's name. Um, Jonathan uh, gets to the... Is that the character gets to the castle? Yeah. Yeah. Right at the beginning. Um, he's introduced oh, it's, actually, Dra- no, it's Renfield. No, it's, it's, it's Renfield, yeah. Uh, introduced yeah. to the introduced character Dracula instantly. Um, the mummy, yeah. I think we both agreed at the beginning where he's like wrapped up. Really, like, looks like a mummy. That's uh-huh. pretty cool. Starts moving around and he just becomes Boris Karloff walking around with Fez. With a fez, yeah, a wrinkly, <laughs> that's, that's a wrinkly, it, yeah, a wrinkly Carl off in a fez. <laughs> Whereas next time when we come back to the Monster Universal, which will be in the new year, um, we'll be looking at the Wolfman. Now, I've never seen the Wolfman. I've but not what seen I'm, the Wolfman either. But what I'm really now hoping is that we get it's some Wolfman some within the first <laughs> 15 minutes. Hopefully, I'm really hoping we get Wolfman in it or a wolf. Can we just have a wolf at least within the first 15 minutes? Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see then uh, in the near future. Uh, we've got three, yeah, three left. Wolfman. Then we've got... 1941 uh, this. I think this is our late, one of our latest ones, isn't it? Oh, okay. So still, But there was still a lot of filler uh, films in between. A lot of other Universal films. Uh, after Wolfman, Phantom of the Opera. And then capping off uh, with Creature from the Black Lagoon. Which I think you're probably looking forward to the most. I think I like. The I would creature. say, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm looking forward to that as well. Out of the next three, um, so out of the five now that we've done, where does this sit? Oh, um, I think it's. I think this is below the moment. This is probably the lowest. I unfortunately, I think I would say the same. Yeah. Not to say it's a bad film, though. Again, no, 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 no. Just in the the five we have to choose from, it that's just unfortunately where it has to sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, I think I think I'd rewatch it, knowing no, because I know what to expect, and I think yeah. I'd rewatch it, and I'd probably pay a little bit more attention to the uh, the OG monster side of things because. I, I wouldn't feel the need to sit there going, "Well, where's the bride? Where's the bride? When's the bride yeah. turning up?" I think I could I could watch it again, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, just you know, off off that first viewing, it's I think it's got to go to the bottom, yeah, of the list, I agree. just for 
just for not delivering. Again, it's it's well, I say it's my perception of it, but I suppose that's what the promo material and the the footage and the stills that exist show the bride being front and center and it's not there. So I, yeah, I've got to say that it's the bottom of the list for not delivering on what I was expecting. Yep. It's not giving you what you're uh, you've been told to expect. Yeah, completely agree. I think uh, the rest of the list would be Frankenstein number one. For me personally, probably then Invisible Man, then Dracula, then Mummy, then uh, Bride. I think I yeah, enjoyed I think... Invisible Man more than Dracula. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, well, that is our half-baked, half-arsed, shoehorning, whatever you want to call it, review, look, discussion of Bride of Frankenstein. Um, Is what it is, was what it was. It's not really the Bride of Frankenstein. It's Dr. Pistorius and his wacky creations and blackmailing. And the adventures (laughs) of uh, the monster Sinbad. So, yeah, that is that. Right. That was meant to be back in November, but it's obviously December now. We just had to, we took a week off. The rest of December, the rest of December now, the rest of December comes the fun stuff because it's Christmas time, folks. It's Christmas time, horror films and why. (laughs) That Um. worked better than I thought it would. (laughs) (laughs) So you picked your films. I did. I picked my film. And we've also got the 2023 wrap-up at the end of the year. But what we have coming out the rest of December is... What have we got here? Where's the list? We have... And I've, I've mixed them up. Next week, um, you pick Christmas Bloody Christmas. Which is um, a fairly new film. Yeah. Uh, on... Sorry, on Shudder. Yep. Christmas, bloody Christmas! Yeah, twenty twenty two. It's about a robot Santa that goes on a goes on haywire and kills people. It uh, the trailer looked very entertaining. It gave me strong like choppy mall oh, vibes. Oh yes. Because um, because I think when we talked about doing these Christmas films, the idea was that the cast looked very strange. <laughs> um, nobody's got like a normal shaped face. Everybody's slightly slightly weird anyway um i think my my original plan was to pick like a quote-unquote good um christmas horror film and like something bottom of the barrel yeah um when i actually went looking i was i couldn't quite find what i wanted so the what what i've ended up going for are two two films that i've not seen yeah um but were sort of very different in tone. So this one looks like it might be, because there was a couple of Christmas comedy films I was looking at. Okay. One was Anna and the Apocalypse, uh, which is a British Christmas zombie movie. Um, <laughs> oh, no. W- w- which I think I think is reviewed quite well, um, but it looked like it might just be a little bit too lighthearted, and I want to try and find something a little bit more, you know, genuinely horror yep um, i understand you know f- firmly in the horror genre um i also considered gremlins oh yeah yeah fair enough a, a classic um horror uh and and i and i do i, I know it's a family 
film. Oh, but perfectly I acceptable. Do, I do put that in the horror uh, camp, 100%. Anyway, yep. So, yep. I, so I went for two films that I'd not seen before, and this one gave me that sort of a little bit more tongue-in-cheek, a little bit more light-hearted vibe, and then my second pick... Um, advent calendar looks like it's going to it, it's a little bit more straightforward scary sinister um yeah is it is it foreign as well is it looks like is it french i think it's french yeah yeah lovely 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 yeah um so we'll be doing i'm gonna mix them up we'll do christmas bloody christmas next week yeah following on from that will be my pick being silent night deadly night one of my favorite christmas horror films that was my good pick, because like you said, we were going to pick a good one and a not-so-good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the not-so-good one, we'll have to wait till next year, um, but that's fine. So after something like Deadly Night, uh, Advent Calendar, and then we'll be wrapping the year up with the wrap-up. Perfect way to cap off the year. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, nice little, uh, little sketch for the rest of the year. And, um, I think so. I think that about does it. Uh, I doubt there'll be anything in the mailbag because uh, people have clearly just been probably too busy to send us any mail right now. That's, that's probably that's, what's going on. I think that's what it is. Um, but if you do oh, want to okay. send us an email, the dreadcastpodcast at gmail.com is the address. Yep. Um, the obviously, our mailbag is huge and bulging huge, with festive huge. posts so apologies if we don't get round to your missive straight away but we'll do our best <laughs> um i also want to say the last couple of episodes have been doing really well um thanksgiving uh and the vivich we did we're doing really well thank you everyone for listening to them as is kill list it's doing very well as well so thank you it's been a good month thank good, you everyone good. for listening yeah, um, thank you uh but yes if you haven't checked them out do go back and check them out there's some damn good episodes there and all our past content on spotify apple google podbean amazon and the youtube always searching the Dragcast, and the social medias which i alluded to earlier on tiktok twitter calling it twitter and instagram at it's the tough. underscore Dragcast. go check them out i just want to check actually uh before we do go we're we looking at for uh we're still branching out across the world. We're doing we're doing well with apparently. Um, okay, I don't, uh, we we have viewers. Hang on, hang on. Wait, this is important. This is really important. Damn it! Podbean is not showing it to me. Podbean sometimes shows you where you're getting your listeners from. Oh and right. At the moment, we it's just showing me Canada. I don't know why. <laughs> Normally we're around the world, but uh, it's yeah, exclusive, exclusive Canadian content. Apparently so. So uh, we're big, very yeah, big in Canada. We're we're doing well in Canada, so yeah, good. Glad to hear it. Up the Canucks. <laughs> All right. So um, until next time, Christmas, buddy, Christmas, and uh, I am ready to get jazzed up for next episode for Christmas. Everything ready. This is going to look very different. I'm going to look very different. We're going to have a good Christmas month and stay tuned for a Christmas horror podcast. Definitely, uh, definitely. Till next time, folks. Stay spooky.